Hey, 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 beautiful people. It is me. I'm just Jocelyn and I'm back for another episode. So really quick, just a recap on the last episode. Uh, I got a, the, had the pleasure of sitting down and I got a chance to finally talk to my mom. Um, and the, the actual episode name was Growing Through Segregation, where mommy talked about how she beat a girl down with a chair. <laughs> I mean, Barbara Garrett. I mean, Wow. No, was it Brenda Garrett? I forget. But either way, mommy gave her a whole government. So mom's a goon, just saying. But no, um, it was really cool sitting down, having that conversation with her and discussing how was, what was like, you know, when she grew up. And the fact that she grew up through segregation is fascinating. Um, Also kind of terrifying because it could have been really hard, but it seems like she was that woman. She was that girl <laughs> that, uh, you know, just looked at that face of diversity, adversity, and decided to take it by storm. And uh, she did just that with the chair as well. <laughs> so, uh, you know, again, the homework uh, was to try and sit down with a loved one and, and find out about their childhood. You might learn some interesting stories about how they were, you know, whole gangsters beating people up with chairs. I mean, mom clearly started a WWF. I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, <laughs> this week, I have the pleasure, the honor, the privilege to be joined by my cousin. We used to be called twins, two peas in a whole pod. Um, and now he's on my pod. What's up? <laughs> but um, I have my cousin, my first cousin, Jonathan Hill. <laughs> Thank you for bringing me on, cuz. Thank you for coming, first of all. Um, and I, just a, a sidebar and just a little backstory. This is the second time that we are <laughs> recording this. I must tell y'all, the first time we recorded together was last night. And it was exceptional, if I had to say <laughs> least. Like it was, it was so good it disappeared. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it it like we talked for so like it was almost a little under an hour, right? Yeah, almost an hour. And the way that that conversation flowed was just seamless. But it's okay because we are back. Okay, <laughs> we are back in action for part two, yeah, exactly. <laughs> take two. Take two. <laughs> It's all right, you know, um, but we're hoping that this conversation flows exactly how that first one did or even better. And um, so I really wanted to talk to you about like this big photo that's been circulating the waves, Um, like, you know, on black Twitter, not only on the Internet, but black Twitter, you know, black Internet is insane. Yeah. And (laughs) we we always have things to say. So. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know or, or have you seen the picture that I'm talking about with Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors? Yeah, yeah I've seen it. I mean, for some, it's a little too close for comfort. Yeah. And for others, they just see two black men just showing intimacy, but also friendship and being completely heterosexual. They're yeah. not gay. As far as we know, mm-hmm. they're not gay men. Um, but they're showing up in a way that we don't normally see. And I think that rubbed people the wrong way. Did it rub you the wrong way? So, like, it didn't rub me the wrong way. Like, obviously, like Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors, like, I see them as, you know, heterosexual males. So I didn't think anything of it, like, like be like, oh, man, I think they might be gay kind of thing. Like, I honestly, it, it really didn't, wasn't anything to me. Honestly, it, like... Personally, would I take those kind of pictures? Maybe not. <laughs> um, like some of them kind of look like couple pics, but like at the same time, like I do have pictures where I'm kind of like close to my friend, like my guy friends or whatever, or like we're hugging or half hugging or something like that. Or like, like your arms around yeah, their shoulders, like that. Like, like that. so, like yeah. So I mean, we obviously get close for pictures, but like, like like where he was like kind of like cradling his head off. Like, <laughs> Nah, so man. was that too close for comfort for you? That was a little, a little too close for comfort for me. And so like, okay, so knowing that they're both black men and that they're both allegedly yeah, straight allegedly men, straight, like as we yeah. all know, like they're straight, like yeah. we know them to be straight men, they're heterosexual. Yeah. What was so uncomfortable? Like, 
Like you're you're a man, you're a straight man, mm-hmm. black man, and you're comfortable in your sexuality. Yeah. So why does it like make you a little uncomfortable seeing that a bit? So like I mean, honestly, even with like you know girlfriends or like women and stuff like that, like I'm not really the most touchy feely or affectionate like that. Like obviously, okay. like I'll cuddle, hug, and stuff like that. But like when it comes to like like, all the time or something like, like mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, man, I kind of want my space. Right, like, right. Like, like, you're not, like, so you're already not, like, a really touchy-feely, feely. intimate, like, overly intimate, intimate person. Yeah, exactly. Are you a cuddler, though? I mean, I'll cuddle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cuddle something like that. Yeah, I'll cuddle. But you're not trying to cradle your best friend's head. No, like, <laughs> like, that, like, I even, like, those kind of photos, like, I probably wouldn't, like, pose like that with a woman. Even either. with a woman, Yeah, right, exactly, right. so... And I think that's important for you, that you said that because in some cases, I don't think that it like some people see it as gay, but they might say, oh, that's a little too com- like too close for comfort for me. Even yeah. like, you know, like you being a straight man, you're like, I wouldn't even do that so much in a, a picture with a woman that, yeah. you know, I'm attracted to or that I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. with. So I think that for some that could be their their, you know, their perspective and for others, black Twitter, yeah. black, you know, the internet. They and take it around. Yeah, they take it around. And they're like, oh, that's so gay. Why they have that picture? And it's just like, but that's, I think, one of the issues today is that black men aren't openly expressing their love or just that intimate friendship with one another. Yeah. So, like, I think that if it was more normalized, that a picture like that wouldn't be so outrageous yeah. in our community. It would be like, oh, yeah, like, look, they're mad cool. Mm-hmm. And like, that be it. That's it. Done. Stories. No story. Like, exactly. the, it's, it's over. But because there's a lot of toxic traits that right. are associated, unfortunately, with black men and what people that aren't black men expect black men to be or mm-hmm. how they should react with either one another or, you know, whomever. Yeah. It's like, it's so taboo. So I'm glad you said that. And it is interesting because I think there needs to be more of that. I think it needs to be more. I'm, I'm not saying you got to cradle your, your guys, <laughs> your dudes, like your dudes head in your arm or yeah. whatever when you're taking a photo. But I think that it's important that black men outwardly express their love for one another more you know like and not having to say pause or like no homo after and it just be because like the minute that you guys normalize it that's when everybody else is going to fall into place Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it's not until those steps are taken and i'm sure the reason why like even you like might not even feel that comfortable um is because of how you were raised and a lot of black men were raised yeah and and I wouldn't say because one of my friends had told me it's not really like just like a black man thing that like they don't show affection to, you know, their either family members, mostly family members. Mm-hmm. Like it could be a, a relationship between a father and son and like that intimacy level is like up there. Like, you know, I've heard like in Latin in the Latinx community, like some fathers will give their sons kisses no matter how old they are. They show that outward affection and yeah. it's clear and it's not homosexual yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not no no homo you yeah, know yeah. attack tagged onto it and also i was talking about the last time we spoke about how there was his dad on instagram <laughs> and he you know he grabbed his son who was probably like, i would say between the ages of like maybe 14 and like 16 and he was like watch me make my son real uncomfortable and this is a black father and he runs in his in his uh son's room and then like forces him to like give him a kiss he's like give me a kiss man give me a kiss and like his son is like man dad chill chill and like he eventually does and you can tell that they used to do that it used to be a normal thing but you know like where and at what age does that start to change you know especially if that was like a a normal thing or a normal interaction between father and son or whatever so it's interesting that you say that, but I know that not every father son relationship no. is like that. Yeah, you are, you know that you know that for sure from yeah. our family and everything. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, and like, and and that's what I would like to see more of because yeah. I think that when we start to like, or when black men start to break down those barriers, mm-hmm. that leaves like more room for them to open up about other things. Yeah. So that leads me to my next question: Do you? 
Do you recall having a lot of guy friends growing up? Of course. You know, back when I was, I would say a kid, always had like guy friends because I was that athlete. So I'm always running around, getting dirty, playing rough. Right. You know, so obviously that attracted a lot of, you know, male friends. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, I had a lot of guy friends. Throughout. And like, were they like from school or from their neighborhood or a mixture of both? I would say a mixture of both because um, at school, obviously, you make an impression on like guys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You play sports, you'll be on the same team. So mm-hmm. obviously, like that translates to back to school being friends. And then you would know because we used to hang out all the time. Like on my block, oh, we used nice. to have so many kids oh my on God. my block. And we would always hang out, yep. play basketball, tag, whatever. Like just running around each other's yards. Yeah. So, I mean, and just I having saying, a good time. Yeah. Right. So um, do you think like, or do you currently keep in touch with any of those friends? Like, <laughs> <laughs> So unfortunately I don't. Um, <laughs> I've definitely lost a lot of connections with my guy friends, mm-hmm. especially back in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's no bad blood or anything. Just, just fall out different yeah. paths, you know? So, like, if you were to see them again, do you think that you would pick right up from where you left off? Like, oh, what's up, man? You remember when we used to play, like, you know, ball or whatever in the park and, like, run around on my block? Um, I think it depends on the guy because um, you remember we kind of talked about it yeah. last time. Like, it, like, some people, it depends on their paths in life. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like some people I um, have run into and I'll be like, hey, man, what's up? And they'll be like, yo, what's up? Like, oh, you remember we used to like play with Pokemon cards? And, like, you know, life used to be so simple back then, man. And like, we'd be clicking him, like, yeah, man, you know, like, yeah, you know, we used to trade them and stuff like that. And, you know, we always thought we knew how to play. I'm like, yo, like, it would click just like that. Like, right. never, nothing's ever changed. Like, yeah, like, there was no time lapse. But then, you know, it's the other side of the coin. And, like, next, you know, I'll run into people. I'll be like, yo, what's up, man? You remember we used to play basketball together or whatever? I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Mass man, like, yeah, like, stay, like, oh, so, just, just, yeah. like, there's hardened, man, like, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, all right, well, all right, man, it was good seeing you, yeah, man, all right, and just dead, and that's it, just done. You and know, there's like, not gonna be any kind of nah, rekindling that friendship. Exactly, there's no rekindling it, and like, I'm just like, damn, sound like he used to be so goofy and stuff like that, and right? I'm just like stone cold, hard, like, yeah, just hard. I, you know, and like, it sucks that life can do that to somebody, especially to men, and. Yeah. It, I hate that, like, when you're young, there is a sense of innocence there. Yeah. You know, like, yes, we, you know, I'm sure you were taught in a way, or, like, maybe you can answer this. Like, were you taught not to cry, like, not to show your emotions as you grew up? So, I mean, I would, I wouldn't consider it taught, but, like, it was more pushed for, on me. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, you know, like, you got to get over it. Like, it's yeah. not that serious. Kind of like, you know, suck it up. Yeah. In a way, like, so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm I guess excited. in a way, right? Like, in a way, it was taught because the way that they're pushing this, you know, way to be, this way to act, this yeah. way to carry yourself. Yeah. As a child, you know, who has regular human, <laughs> you know, feelings, emotions, that's part of being human. And I think, you know, that's part of the problem. Or that is the root of the problem mm-hmm. is when black men, especially black fathers or even black mothers or whatever in the in the diaspora teach their sons not to cry or not to emote in ways that are, are freaking normal mm-hmm. at, at a young age you start to you start to harden. And I'm sure you have hardened. Oh, yeah, you know, like because I like we talked about before, you said that you felt like crying was a form of like weakness, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the problem, right? Because it is a natural emotion. It's a natural feeling that can happen to anyone. Because, you know, I was a tomboy. I still am. <laughs> Growing up. And I noticed the, the difference between how you were, like, being coached and raised to become, a, you know, a strong black man. And how I was being coached and raised or, you know, pushed into being... Um, a strong black woman and mm-hmm. that was different you know yeah. like I was allowed to cry and and be softer you mm-hmm. know quote unquote but you were supposed to be the strong being of a person like and I'm like you're freaking what five or six seven years old like why are you telling this kid not to cry and also like that's how you like let's think about it let's just 
dumb it down and go back to the basics as babies mm-hmm. how could how do babies communicate it's a lot of times through crying yeah. they they cry in certain ways to try to tell you what they need what they're you know what there's a lack of and yeah. how you can hopefully come and comfort them mm-hmm. so you're telling me that like this natural way of being you know, like you're you're just giving them, you're telling them you gotta negate it. Nah, you can't do that no more. But then, you know, all these girls are allowed to do that. So I think that as we get older, I think that's why a lot of women are so easy to like they're they have ease of talking to other women, mm-hmm. um, mostly other women, because we're allowed to like cry, we're allowed to emote in that way. When and you know, instead with men, with black boys in particular, they're not. Yeah. You know, so like I started to realize that that shift as we started growing up, like there were certain things that you could do and I couldn't do. Hated that. (laughs) And then, you know, there were certain things that I was allowed to do that it was just wrong of you to do because, you know, because it was just not the thing that a boy should do. It wasn't becoming of a black man. Yeah. Do you think that... um, you like not being like once you learn that or once you like you said it was pushed on you do you think that that kind of shaped the way that you had relationships with like black men or like friends made friendships as you grew older um like as far as like being open to like expressing your real feelings oh no of course like obviously i wouldn't like go to any of like my guy friends like like just a regular friend and be like oh man i'm going through a hard time and like kind of like i guess vent or like you know i guess emotionally dump on them or something like that right like i wouldn't do that like i'll just be like hey man you good yeah i'm good you know <laughs> just keep it pushing I'm like yeah. oh man yeah i mean you know times are tough but you know i got this or something like that but like i, I wouldn't just go to anybody and be like oh you know hey man i'm really going through it right now like yeah nah. And so do you feel like you have a person that you can like unload on per se? Yeah. Yeah, I have a friend. Okay. That's that's a guy that I can um I guess like vent and be vulnerable to. And be vulnerable to that. Yeah. I love that you use that word cuz yeah. that puts me into our next question. So, do you currently have a best friend and like what's his background with this was this ethnicity and like what's his nationality okay so yeah i do have one um he is i'm sorry if i like messed this up but he is um trinidadian and barhamian or barbados from barbados he's bayesian yeah bayesian that's what it is okay i think the another word is barbadian i'm not sure if that's right don't don't you know don't come for us Just, just be nice about it. But I do think I, I have heard Bayesian, so okay. I, I know it is Bayesian, Bayesian. So Bayesian and Trinidadian. Yep. Um. So do you think like how do you guys? How did you guys become friends? Did you like ask him? <laughs> like did he ask you? Like yo, we should be friends or whatever. Like no, like we like Jonathan like Major stepped to Michael V. <laughs> like no, we, we should didn't be do friends. That. You want to be friends, man? We would. It just like kind of <laughs> just happened. It was just like like it's organic. Yeah, it was organic. It was just like oh, you know that's man, that's my best friend. Mm-hmm. And it's just like oh, yeah, it's my best friend. So <laughs> who said it first? <laughs> Couldn't tell you that. I don't remember that. <laughs> Okay, so like, okay, so tell me how you guys became friends. Like, okay, um, where did it start? Did it like was it school? Was it okay? So it, I knew him in school, but mm-hmm. we didn't really like really talk that much in school. It was kind of just like a yo, what's up in the hallway kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We played football. We had like similar friend groups, but me and him to like didn't really know each other. Like we just like associates kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But then once we started working together, um, I actually became closer to him. And that's when, you know, we started spending more time together, talking more, hanging out more. And we were, I was like, oh, shoot, like, we got a lot of things in common. Like, right. this, guy, this guy's pretty dope. Yeah. So then, you know, after that, like, gotten closer after the years. And then, you know, Jen, I just, like, felt more comfortable. And, I mean, you know, obviously, sad to say, like, it takes tragic experiences. And mm-hmm. then, like, he just, like, we just became that close that I was just like, yo, like, I'm going through it. And just, like, just, like told him what's going on yeah and we just like we, like i could like specifically remember it like we were just chilling in the car and he was like oh you don't really seem the same what's up i was just like just unloaded on him yeah and honestly like we we just like we just sat there i was just like yeah man just and that was when do you feel like that was the time where you guys really got close yeah that that definitely like like 
sealed the deal for yeah, like this. Yeah, it is, shifted the relationship, yeah. like the friendship into being something like more real and concrete. Exactly. So what what do you think made you feel comfortable to like actually tell him how you really were feeling? Um, I think like I don't know, it was just like a feeling. Like it was just like I just knew. Like I was like, yo, he's been like my best friend for so long. Yeah. Like obviously like we've been through like rough times or whatever mm-hmm. and like we've talked about like other like minor things but like like i just need i like honestly like i can never talk to anybody else about this so i'm just gonna right. like open up yeah give it a shot and that's <laughs> real like i think a lot more men need that okay let me be specific black men black and brown men need to have a confidant and that be like if it's not their fathers or a guardian that is that like you know you know quote-unquote male figure mm-hmm. It, it has to be somebody, you know, because it's a lot that you hold. Again, you were taught probably by your father or an elder to to like not emote, to yeah. not express when you're feeling down, to not express when you're going, you know, you're growing through something tough. And to, to think about doing and carrying that weight by yourself is just un, just like <laughs> just insane. It doesn't make any sense, you yeah. know, to do that. And. The fact that the energy was there and the vibe was there for you to just like open up and be like you said before vulnerable mm-hmm. in that moment and and how that took your friendship to the next level where mm-hmm. like you know he's probably gonna be in your wedding or whatever someday <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. like how like because we 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 see movies like The Best Man and mm-hmm. like we see how like those friendship formed yeah. and like things that are like that can make and break a friendship yep. but how like if you really love this of uh, this guy or you really love this black man mm-hmm. that you won't ever really break that like nothing can really break that nah. that tie, that bond yeah you're like tied together for life and this makes me think of harper and um oh my god lance harper and lance and um the best man oh yeah because listen, I love that whole movie. Did you watch the series? Yeah, I did. It's so good. It is. And it like really is. I love how they evolved. And and I think it's you made a point there of like, you know, you guys were cool for so long. You're his be- you know, he's been your best friend for so long and like why not? Like yeah. why not open up and to him? Because who else were you gonna open up exactly. to? Exactly. And like that makes sense. And I think that there's an energy there that's transferred mm-hmm. between you two. It's like you felt the urge and the comfort to do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like I'm not trying to say, you know, black women can't keep that or like hold it. But like it's a certain I think it's just a certain energy that is like released mm-hmm. and received when another black man could talk to another man of color, mm-hmm. mostly black or brown, and like and like really confide in him. I think you know that's what creates these strong bonds and this huge unity. And that's something that I talked about in um the first episode of the podcast. Of it's just like this unity. Like we need to have unity. Yeah. But like there needs to be breaking down of walls, and that's established by creating friendships that are meaningful. Mm-hmm. And you feel like, and the most important thing is you feel comfortable in like giving this, you know, yeah. this weight to, you know, yeah. or like, and like bouncing ideas off each other or just hearing each other out. Like sometimes you just need an ear, yeah. but it's sometimes it's, it's important who that ear is. Yeah. Cause I mean, it sucks that it's like that, but like, you know, cause I knew that he wouldn't see me any weaker. Mm-hmm. So I knew that he was still low, like, yo, like, yeah, John's a strong dude. Like, mm-hmm. He's just going through it right now. But like. Anybody else, they might have been like, oh, he weak. Right. So, yeah, like, so obviously, like, you got to pick and choose. Gotcha. Unfortunately, but you got to pick and choose. <laughs> Is that something that you would be worried about? Like, somebody, per- like, you know, per- perceiving you to be a weak person? Not really, more or less caring how they perceive me, just how they try to treat me. Because mm, right. you try to treat me like I'm weak, then obviously I might have to. You, you gotta buck up. Yeah, you gotta show you, you them gonna, differently. You're gonna treat him like, well, yeah, you yeah, gonna like, lay a smack down. Might, might have to sometimes, man. Like, you you know. might have to smack him up, like mommy, you know. like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, don't let there be a chair near me. I know, right? Pull he out the be... Rosa in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hit him with the Rose. <laughs> That's literally the name of it now. Hit him with the Rose. Hit him with the Rose. Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right, so. That's a good segue into my next question. Um, do you love him? And if so, how do you express that love? Oh, yeah. I love him. 
Yeah. I, lo I love that man. I love it. I love it. I love it. First but of no, all, I love how there was no hesitation. You love that man. But like, so let me, let me um say, so like, yeah, I love him. Cause I mean, we tell each other, like, we'll be like, yo, man, I, I love you. Like, I, like, you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Because we have that connection and, um, a friendship is literally like a relationship. It is. It's literally like a it relationship. It is a relationship. Right. So like, it's just like, we have that level of like respect and like understanding that we can say that stuff. Like. And um, I didn't get. I mentioned it last time. I was like that. Um, like you know, guy best friends kind of play like gay games, yeah. <laughs> and like and whatever. And like I, I mean, like he would even admit it too. Like we'd be around girls. I'm like, yeah, that's my baby right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's my work husband. Yeah, exactly. That's my, that's my baby. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. But I tell him I love him, and how yeah. we show it. I like. I make sure we check up. We check up on each other constantly. That's like we ch constantly check up on each other. Like, yo, you good? Mm -hmm. No, what's up? Like, sit down and talk. Honestly, mm -hmm. we actually talked yesterday. Good. <laughs> like, like That's we literally good. just sat there and talked for like a good like 20, 25 minutes. Nice. And we were just like, he was just venting to me. And I was, I mean, he even said he was like, thanks for being there for me. I was like, of course, man. I'm always yeah, there. Always. Yeah. So I think that's so important too. And like expressing those words and it's so much power in those three words. I love you mm -hmm. that I think some people take for granted. Yeah. They, they don't use, they just kind of use it sparingly. Mm -hmm. And like, I think, you know, when your actions speak more louder than your words do, yeah. that's when you know it's real, exactly. you know? So like, and I think that's crazy is like you guys have love languages and it's pretty much what like acts of service, yeah. quality time. Yeah. yeah. You know, like that's your love language that you express with with your best friend. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that the more that men, black men in particular, express that mm -hmm. and outwardly express it. It's just, again, the more normalized it will be and then the easier it will be for everybody, yeah. it's, especially within the community, within the diaspora, because I think that there's just so much pent up aggression, <laughs> you know, there's just so much like, because I know last time we were talking about like, you know, the productive ways in which yeah. you kind of like release like, you know, either anger or frustration mm -hmm. or disappointment, like you either like, you know, go to the gym or you'll play, you know, video, you'll play games or whatever, like um, you'll ball up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, these are very, you know, productive ways of like just moving that energy. Cause like, I don't think energy is ever depleted. It's, no. just, it's just transferred. Transfer, yeah. So like, you know, that's a great way to transfer that energy. However, you know, we talked about crying. So let's get into that. So <laughs> when, okay, I'm going to ask you, this is a new question. Okay, okay. When was the last time, uh, when was the last time um, you cried? Last time I cried, I would say, I would say it was probably like last summer. So I was like probably like more than, way more than six months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I would say way more than six months ago, probably like eight, nine Was ago. it, I mean, we don't have to get so deep into it, yeah. but like, was it like a specific situation or was it just like a place in your life where like something happened? And you just like you just needed to release. It was um mostly like kind of uh, it was kind of like going back on like I, I like I realized something that was going on in my life, and I mean sometimes it makes me sad, but like it was just that moment like it was like just hitting me the hardest, mm -hmm. and I was just I I I just had to I just, you just had needed to. to yeah. So this is a good question. After you cried, how did you feel? Well. I mean, I told you last time, like, I, this was the last time that I told you that um, when I cried, I, I was kind of like, why am I crying? I kind of like, just like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, I was like, what am I doing? And just like, just cut it. Right. <laughs> and so did that like make you feel weak in that moment? Um, Not weak, but it made me feel like, I was just like, like, there's no point in crying. I was like, it's okay. It's mm -hmm. This happens. These things happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but it just felt like I was like why am I crying? Like, it's useless. It's not going to change anything. Yeah. And like, and that's the part where I just hope that not only you, but like all men of color, they just, they embrace that being okay. Yeah. You know, like, because 
I'm sure you might not have thought it in the moment, but that release probably did help you in mm-hmm. some way. Probably did. You know, like it did relieve some sort of either tension or pain or whatever. And what did I say? Pain pain is weakness leaving the body. body. <laughs> Freaking extra. Yeah. But, you know, I think that it's important. Again, it's, it's showing that you're human. It's showing that you care enough about something. Yeah to emote in that way yeah. and um i think you should even normalize it with yourself and, and i know i we talked about this last time about like i even have trouble with like crying you know in front of people or even by myself because i'm like you know i don't want to i don't want to like get caught up in that and i just don't stop yeah. you know because there's there's things that you can cry about like especially i mean growing up black period yeah. is this especially in like you know in our family i'm not saying this you no know, bad but like yeah. we've been we face challenges you of know course. as anybody does everybody yeah. faces challenges in their life yeah if you don't <laughs> i don't really want to be around if you, you. <laughs> no if you don't you lying that's right. what it if you is. don't you either lying or like i don't trust you man you yeah. lie. right you're, yeah. lying. you're lying but um but yeah like i think that is it's really pertinent it's imperative that like men in particular mm. allow themselves to do that but also that is um you know whoever you're dating but like you know I'm talking to the the black women and like Latinx and all that you know allowing or not even allowing I shouldn't say that because ill but like having grace yeah. with their you know men either it being you know a loved one or significant other or whatever they are to you whatever relationship that is like holding space for that for for men to like cry yeah. you know and Obviously, yeah, we don't want you to stay there as you wouldn't want to stay there. Like, you know, but like instead of we were talking about before, instead of like either balling up or like getting yourself to stop crying or like gaming or like, you know, whatever, going to the gym um, to like keep yourself from crying to like allow yourself to cry as like the first alternative. Yeah. And then the secondary one is to move into like, okay. I'm going to, you know, try to move this, this energy into something else productive. Like I can put all of that in this and, and I, and I, and then just kind of like see how you feel after that, you know? And like, I think it's just a, it's a bar, it's about unlearning the whole, the whole notion of this is making, I feel weak. Like Mm -hmm. I don't need to cry. Like what am I even crying for? It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be fine, but it's also fine to to cry. Yeah. You know, it's so way, like it's a way to release. You know? It's a way to release, yeah. and you know, because people release in other ways too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like there's there's self, you know, yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> things non- that you do, some self care, quote yeah. unquote. Oh, yeah, exactly. You release in that way, and like if you think about it, that's kind of intimate too. Yeah, you know, and like in that state, you are in a little bit of a weakened, vulnerable, <laughs> open state. So yeah. like, why not let like you know, why not let the tears fall for a little bit? to to release that kind of emotion to yeah. to like you know let you know you're real you're human and mm-hmm. that's okay you can go back out and like like we, we said this last time about jesse williams saying like you know just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real like yeah. just because you are black excellence you are a black man of magic you know mm-hmm. you, you've done amazing things and you will be doing even more amazing things that still doesn't mean that you're not human mm-hmm. you know like that you don't have that humanity part of you because you're quick to be, you're, you're like, you know, you can, you're a nurturer too. Like, cause when I, when I was upset and crying, like you knew exactly what to do. So like doing that for yourself yeah. is important too. Yeah. You're right. You know? Okay. All right. So, um, this is going to move me to the last question. Um, cause it's, good, it's you know, it's been deep. So, okay. <laughs> do you think it's hard for black men to make friends later on in life? And if so, why? I would say now, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely a lot harder because um, it's years of uh, years of us being put against each other. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, don't really trust him. Yeah. What does he want kind of thing. So we kind of act kind of hard to each other. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. I would say it is a little harder now. Got it. And... Do you think it's like, you know, like you said, it's harder now. Do you think it's like the way that society has shaped you and like, you know, how you were raised? Do you think that it's like the environment that you're in? Yeah, I would say that because it's like it's more aggressive. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, we always have to like kind of worry about like ourselves. Like you have to keep that defense up Mm -hmm. and 
I mean, unfortunately, it's just that's just the way it is. Mm. So do you think that you could be part of the change of like, you know, like because the last time we talked about, okay, what if you saw a dude in the gym or whatever, like, you know, uh, and he has like a Dragon Ball Z shirt or whatever, like some sort of anime that you're like into. And you go over there and like, oh, dude, like, you know, I like your shirt or whatever. And then you spark a conversation. And then, you know, next thing you know, you guys are cool. And then. Your friends. Yeah, friends, yeah. You know, later on down the line, I think that it's okay to, one, pay a man a, a compliment from mm-hmm. another black man. I think that's probably... Would you think that that's probably one of the highest forms of a compliment? Like, if if another, like, your fellow, like, black man or, like, black or brown man, like, actually gave you a compliment, like, yo, man, I like your fit or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that, that's higher than anything. Yeah. Like, I would take a compliment from a black guy over anybody. Right, like, even the woman, right? Would you say uh, even a woman? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. <laughs> Any any any, any man, any man. I'll take a black. I'll take a compliment from a black man over any other man. What woman give me a compliment? Whoa, that shit's out the door. <laughs> nah, I feel you. No, I feel you. But no, I think it is a certain level of like you know, it's just like a hierarchy in that yeah. sense because it's just like yo, it takes a lot. Like you said, for a man to even step to another man, especially in a later age or whatever, yep. and compliment them on something, mm-hmm. that means that, like, you know, you really digging it. Like, yep. and you, it's, you dig it so much that you have to say something. Mm-hmm. And that's dope. I think that is, like you said, like a high, one of the highest forms of a compliment. Um, and I think it needs to happen more because you never know, like, like, you know, that flattery can lead to a dope ass friendship yeah, that can last for ages just because you acknowledged him. And I think that's it. Like seeing each other. Mm-hmm. I think that black men seeing each other, hourly expressing that love for one another, even if you don't know a person, but like saying like, yo, I see you. I see you, you know, rocking those J's or whatever. Like yeah. I see you with that shirt. I see you if you're in the gym or like, uh, you know, like, shooting playing basketball like yo you you, you played a, you balled up today like yeah. that was dope like i said because we know the trash talk happens on of the course, court of course on yes. and off yeah but like i think that it will be even more dope to be like yo man you did that you did yeah. your thing like that's that's respect one and I, it goes a long way because yeah you can hear it from a woman that's yeah. dope you know but i think it's that camaraderie and that again that unity it's, a, it's some sort of strength. It's, some, it's something that happens, I feel like, when black men acknowledge each yeah. other and show that love outwardly mm-hmm. because it not only... If make I feel like it not only can, can change like how you guys see each other and interact, it can help these younger boys that are growing up to be like, I need to be like... You know, like, I want to be like that. I want to be able to have a, a, a friend like that. Like, you know, I, I, my boys or whatever. But so, like, I want to stop you there. Yeah, no, I did want to go back over the story that I told you mm. yesterday. Yeah. With that, um, so there was, so I do Muay Thai, mm-hmm. which is like a type of martial arts. So, mm-hmm. like, I go there and we do training and stuff like that. And there's another, other guys that we train with and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, a conversation came up about, like, Call of Duty. And, like, this kid was like, what? You play Call of Duty? Because, yeah. like. He was like, what, 32? Like, you play Call of Duty? I was like, yeah, man, I play Call of Duty. <laughs> and he was like, what? He was like, yo, add me. Yeah. Added him. Like, we started playing together. Boy's 19. Mm-hmm. Like, so he's young. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, yo, that's crazy. So, I mean, I feel like, one, we used to have that kind of, like, camaraderie where it'd be like, yo, black guys, like, complimenting each other. Yeah. I mean, I want to, I can't, like, give you a date. Maybe, like, the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Like, back in those days, they'd be like, oh, man, yeah, I jo- I'm driving with <laughs> you. Right, you looking job, turkey. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they used to always compliment <laughs> each other. And then, like, we just yeah. lost that. Yeah. And I feel like, like, maybe it seems like, like, because I was, I was shocked that kid, he was like, yo, just add me. You yeah. Know? I was like, wow, okay, well, sure thing. So, right. I mean, maybe, like, the younger generation is kind of bringing that back. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it sucks that, like, our generation is kind of, like, getting older and we're just now probably like going to start kind of bringing it back for ourselves yeah. but like because like i'm sure those younger generations looking at us like why y'all so weird to each other right like, like why don't you just call them like yeah, yeah like, like talk to each other yeah, exactly and i love that i love that like that is how like the younger generation is and it, not to say like that that hasn't been how it's been yeah but like more so from like you know our degrees of separation it seems as though that it's not like no, yeah. even with our own cousins like our older cousins like they don't, I don't think they, like, our older male cousins, they don't really talk enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Josh, who I will have on the show soon, <laughs> I'm sure. Wait. I can't wait to have that conversation with him. But, um, 
I, you know, he's he's been the I think one of like a, a staple of like that perfect balance of like being able to show emotion. He's mm-hmm. like the family guy. He's yeah. got a big family. Yeah. And he came from a big family. And I think that like he's he's been able to like toe that line of like, hey man, I see what you're doing, love what you're doing, let mm-hmm. me support you. Hey, you know, like let me coach these black boys into like, you know, becoming strong black Absolutely. men that are respectable. Hey, you know, like he reaches out and he sees that and he's in touch with his emotions yep. too. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. And I think, you know, that's what I see a man to be. So mm-hmm. my last question is this. What is your definition of a, a good black man? Oh, and def- do you think you are one? I think I'm building myself to be one. Mm-hmm. But my definition, my definition of a good black man, I would say is he's consistent, hardworking, confident, um, motivating, and I mean, I don't know. I, I, oh, well, I will definitely involve emotions. Like he's definitely he's emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Like he he knows his own he emotions. Would, come on with emotional intelligence. Yeah, exactly. He's definitely emotionally <laughs> intelligent. That's what I would think is a good black man. That's great, and I think you are that, and and you're shaping yourself to to hone in yeah, to become more myself. of that. Yeah. I love that. There we go. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, sir. Yes. For, so I'll take you out the hot seat. Let's get into something a little less, you know, a little more light, a little less, you know, aggressive. <laughs> take a break. Take a sip. Let me, let me take a sip myself. <laughs> that was a hot towel. All right. Well, anyway, so let's move on to the next segment, um, which is the segment where we just talk about music and what you're just listening to. So, um, and this could be not even, you know, something from like, you know, um, that you're listening to now, but it could be something from your childhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, what are you just listening to? What's in like your phone constantly? What's like one of your favorite songs right now? So an artist that I actually like kind of grew on, he grew on me, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, man, he's probably not that good. It's um actually NLE Choppa. Okay. It's, okay. I feel like I heard a that lot of people I'm know because he's um, own person. Well, I mean, are you, I don't know if you're on TikTok. No. But okay, so like he has a <laughs> he has a song on TikTok that's like really like popular right now. Okay. Okay. And um actually I was listening to his old stuff and I was like, "Oh, this dude's pretty dope." Like mm-hmm. I I like it. Like he's um I would say he's a little thuggish. Okay. So I, I kind of resonate with that. I was like, yo, he's he's a good dude, but he like he's definitely he got definitely he a little hard, he a little yeah, hard, okay. exactly, he a little hard. <laughs> and um, he, he's he's definitely got an emotional side too. So I mean, okay, I, I fucks with him. All right, let's do it. Let's go. All right, cue that up. Let's see. Let's see what it's about. And what's this guy's name? Oh, it's N N L E Chopper. N L E Chopper. His song is uh, "Hear Me." Okay, hear me. All right, cue that up. All right, here goes "Hear Me." Chopper. Yep. All right, cool. No love entertainment. I like the artwork on this one. Okay, cool. All right. So in the spirit of like, you know, black men and friendships and all that, um, I'm not <laughs> mad corny, but whatever. <laughs> it's a corny transition. But I, don't, I don't care. I'm a little corny. Okay. Sorry. I, I, I embrace my corniness. Exactly. But anyway, so this is a throwback kind of, um, since it is, it's almost Thursday and this is going to be, this is going to drop Thursday. So, nice. um, Big Sean is the old one click featuring, uh, Jay-Z and Kanye West, right? Ooh, yeah. All right. Let me, let's, let's go. Let's, let's go back, back at the time mm-hmm. to some, to this old jam right here. It's a joint. That the one fighting for your soul, or your brother's the one that you're running from. But if you got money, fuck it, cause I won't suck. B.I.G. Oh, God. Whoa. 
Talking about um, Kendrick, yeah, um, because you had played another song by his uh, cousin. His cousin, yo. what was his cousin's name? His uh, name is Baby Keem. Baby Keem, Baby Keem. So I was, we were talking about the most recent <laughs> yo, we album good. that Kendrick. We were like, we, yo, we, we went were into, vibing. we went oh into a vibe. Gosh. We went to a vibe. So we got to cue up um, the song that you liked first, yeah. Because um, I was like, we're twinning if, if we think of yo, the same song. That we, been crazy, we like the same. But okay, we we were like, all right, we we're not so connected in that, but like it is a good song. We both <laughs> like it, so whatever. That but like we were saying, like that was an album that you Yo, can listen to straight the through, whole thing, man. straight through. So this one's by Kendrick and it's called Father Time. I mean, he's such a storyteller. Like, listen, but we gonna talk about that too. These dudes out here definitely need therapy. <laughs> That's how I resonated with this. He's like, he's on He's a real one. Nah, y'all need to. Nah, look. I go to therapy. What you mean? Listen. Me too. From a generation of home invasions And I got daddy issues, that's on me Everything the forwards that taught me May have is very deep, that man knew a lot But not enough to keep me past them streets My life is a plot, twisted from directions that I can't see Daddy issues, all across my head Told me fuck a fire, I'm teary-eyed Woo. That's the one right there. Yes. That's a deep one too. That is. That's, that's a that's song. a real deep one. That's so, deep for you. I'm a deep person. <laughs> we we kind of deep. Listen, listen. We are. We've been in touch with our emotions this episode, oh, yes, sir. You've been vulnerable and things. <laughs> All right. So let's. This last one was my, the favorite one that I have off the album. Nice. It's a toss up between Excellent. Die Hard and and Purple Hearts. Okay. But. We gon' we gonna put on Die Hard because that's my jam. It's a good one, you know. It's a good one. Is this the thing you wanna dance? I know it do. <laughs> it's such a vibe. Push yourself riding down the highway. Just right, windows down. If you got that top back or the moonroof, put that thing back. Yeah. This is just enjoying life right here. Right, it's just like, listen, we gonna be all right. <laughs> That is the joint Yo, right there. It is. That is the joint. We go, I'm about to listen to it. We gonna have to like one day. We're yeah, we gonna have to have a vibe session Yo, for real. Seriously. Exchange like playlists and whatnot. <laughs> But okay, all right. So we're close to you know the end of the episode. Um, you know I'm gonna have some, I'm gonna have some homework for y'all. It's a <laughs> it's a plan of action. So the plan of action is anybody, whoever you are, listeners, and I hope I have some 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 male listeners out there, some guy listeners. Um, I hope that you find a person that you can confide in, and you know start to reach out or build relationships with another black man, brown man, you know, man of color. Um, and, and to really get deep into that, like ask when you ask them how they're doing, be like, you know, how are you really doing though? Like, are you really good? Are you okay? Like, you don't have to be, you don't have to put up this facade of like strength with me. Like you can be vulnerable and we can talk about real things because I, I, I can't even count on my hand how many times women you know that are like dating men and they're like they come with me to me to all with all this stuff and like i had no idea but their friends really don't have no idea and it's just like if you got if these are your boys how are y'all not really talking so talk y'all like you know this is the homework start to talk whether it be you know a guardian your father if um you know like if they're around uh your grandfather uncles whomever cousins and or friends, you know, like, and that's the real ones, really. Like your chosen family, I think, is the most, 
you know, pivotal in your life around like certain ages where like you don't feel like you have to put up a mask. You can just be yourself. So start to talk about real things, your fears, you know, what you feel like you're not doing, what you want to get better at. Like, you know, and you guys can be accountability partners and start building that unity, that brotherhood. Because you don't know how that could change not only your lives, but that your you know that person's life and the ones that are coming up after you. Okay, so now for uh, books. So the book of this episode, I would like to uh, recommend is a book called "Boys Don't Cry" by I think her name is Mallory Blackman. Um, and it's about a teenage boy who's got his whole life ahead of him that he, I think he wanted to be in journalism and his girlfriend ends up knocking at his door and she has a baby in her hands and he's like, oh yeah, I can, you know, watch the kid for a little while. It, it is his kid and she never comes back. Wow. <laughs> so, um, how that unfolds and, you know, like it does happen. A child, you know, there are child, teenage parents, there's babies raising babies out here. Mm-hmm. And um, I think like, you know, just seeing, hearing that, like, you know, with the, how that, how he maneuvered that is, is going to be interesting. So that'll be an interesting read. Also try to find a book where um, you find black boys or, or boys of color uh, creating friendships mm-hmm. and how that transcends in life, you know, into adulthood. Um, I couldn't find one, but I implore and encourage and I challenge all of you to try to find a book Absolutely. that has that kind of premise. Okay, and then last but not least, the podcast is Higher Learning, as you all know. I love this podcast. Van Lathan is my guy. One day, I hope to have, hopefully, him on the podcast, or I can be on theirs. What did Joyce say? Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. One day, he will be on the podcast. There we go. Thank you, Jay. He will be on the podcast, and I'll be on his, uh, he and Rachel uh, Lynn Lindsay. So, uh, podcast listen to, super socially conscious, uh, Higher Learning. Check that one out. Um, but until next time, y'all, later, Jay. Thanks again. No, of course. Thank you. I love you. You're going to be too. back on because we got stuff to talk about public health and, and hey. like, and that's what you're doing now. It's a great profession, like to open your eyes. And, that, and that's something that we definitely need to talk oh, about absolutely. within the black community. Yes. All right. Love you. Love Thank you, you. Later until next time, y'all. Later, y'all. Peace.